0: year was 2016 my mentor was so gracious in sponsoring me to the executive leadership council strategic pathways leadership week leadership seminar it was the four-day seminar in Miami it would literally shift my mindset and my trajectory in my career thanks to a chance meeting well I guess it wasn't a chance She was one of my instructors, with Trudy Bourgeois. She is the CEO of the Center for Workforce Excellence. And if you pick up my new book, No Thanks, Seven Ways to Say, I'll Just Include Myself, you'll find that in chapter two, Trudy appears. Now, I won't give away the entire farm because I want you to get the book, but some of you have heard me tell the story. You'll get to hear me tell a little bit of it in today's broadcast. In fact, today is the third installment of our No Thanks, Rockstar to Rockstar Fireside Chat Series with executive leaders and voices, expert voices from the book, No Thanks. So, I'm not going to belabor much more. I want you to hear this compelling conversation between myself and Trudy, we talk about The reason why it has to be that you know your value if you have any possibility or chance to overcome bias, negativity, microaggressions, racism in the workplace and still ascend to the (laughs) C-suite. Everybody, I'm so excited to be on today for our third installment of our No Thanks Rockstar to Rockstar um, Fireside Chat series to promote the book, of course. And I am so thrilled, beyond measure, to have my mentor coach, someone who um, helped me and guided me to find my value during a time that I actually, I really needed to know it. It was late in my career, and you know, you make it through, that's for sure. But when you uncover that gem. And that is the heroine, the heroine in the book, the actual finding of the value. (laughs) That's what steps in to save the day. It's Miss Trudy Bourgeois, who is the CEO of the Center for Workforce Excellence. And she is a trainer. She is a speaker. She is an author of her incredible book, What's the name of it,
1: Trudy? <laughs> well, my most recent book is all about equality, courageous conversations about women and men and race to spark yeah. a DNI breakthrough. Uh, then- so that's my my latest. Uh, but but uh, I love all my books. I hope uh, they've helped people uh, over the years. That's what I hope.
0: Well, they have. I know of at least 200 women (laughs) that came through the Executive Leadership Council Strategic Pathways, of which I was a part. So very thankful that I was. Um, Got that book from you at that point. That's when we got that book.
1: You, you know what? You you remember Al um, Michelle. Um, so much of what you have written for fall, I'm so incredibly proud of you for birthing you. this gift yeah. to the world. Oh, okay, because it is a, a gift. Um, but when I first met you, um, the book that we were talking about was uh, her corner office. And I, I wrote that book um, as a guide to help women find a, a place and a voice in corporate America. And um, you know, in my in my heart of hearts, um, I, I, I just hope that we as women of color continue to tell the stories, continue to to, to do what you're uh, doing with your platform, which is touching the truth yeah. and and then demystifying the fact that we can overcome.
0: Well, yeah, we, we can and we, we can
1: overcome. Yes and ma'am. we don't have to
0: wait for anybody Tell to do ma'am. anything really.
1: to do it. That's right. That's that's we'll exactly waiting right. a
0: while, Trudy. <laughs> don't you think?
1: Yeah. 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 Some yeah.
0: companies get it and they're on the right track and they're trying. But ultimately what the book unravels is that we are trying to chip away at a system that was not built to include us from the beginning. Right. So how does that work? How do you do you completely dismantle it? No. I mean No. (laughs) The the system works perfectly. Yeah. Okay. But the system wasn't
1: created for us. Yes. We have to find the strength and the courage to create our own system, to create our own opportunities. And that is what's so intimidating to the world when you know, like you talk about being comfortable in your skin. Yeah. And the book, that's why then we become, you know, intimidating uh, to other people because all of a sudden we don't we we reject the notion that you get to define my life. Yeah. You don't get that right. That's mine. Right. Only the heavenly father above yes, is right. the, the person who can say yay or nay, but not that's- you, no. That's right. So no, thanks.
0: No, thanks. (laughs) No, thanks. No, thanks at all. And, you know, it's interesting because the book is around the positive things that you can feed your mind in order to move forward, even though the the cover of the book is a big red stop sign. But I I did that to get our attention to say, wait, 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 stop for a
1: second and
0: think about who you are. And I think that's the thing that really changed my perspective in that meeting when you said, who are you?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, okay, yeah. And I said it was like this crazy corporate fix my life kind of session. <laughs> do you remember everything? I mean, you've so many of them. Oh gosh, I, I,
1: I do. Uh, and, and I still, you know what? I, I, I tell myself this. Yeah. These are not things that I've just written about, and now you've written about it. I, I think that we as uh, women of color need to have these kinds of courageous conversations. I mean, it's great to have the Kumbaya conversations and the sister love and all of that. But I think that we need to to uh, help unleash each other's greatness. We need to acknowledge the value that people have. Like like your 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 value is just, exploding right Mm -hmm. but it it won't explode if we don't
0: believe in
1: ourselves if we're not good with who we are
0: yeah and you said something so powerful in the book and for those of you that remember the genesis of those interviews um, started with an article or two that I did for Black Enterprise and you said one of the reasons that holds people back from being themselves is that they have no clue who they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: how can you be authentic if you have no clue?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we're all so busy uh, and sometimes, you know, I think you have to slow down in order to get ready to speed up. And when you're slowing down to get to know yourself, you need to spend some time reflecting on the journey that you've come through. Because, you know, uh, women of color, especially black females, we we are some of the most resilient
0: people on the
1: face of the freaking earth, right? We
0: have a bounce back.
1: That is epic. (laughs) Absolutely. And so organizations actually need what we have. They need our creativity. They need our ability to, you know, take a a penny and stretch it around the neighborhood and we still have two more pennies left. They they need us to be all that we can be. And Mm. we need to say to them, no more of you putting me into a box. No, this is who I am. And you can embrace me or, you know what? I have optionality. I mean, I As, nobody has to be
0: feeling like a victim anymore. That's well, just not this is, this is the This is the point. This is the point because so many of us have watched our parents and other older people that we admire and we're modeling the behavior that mm-hmm. they had to do in a totally different context, you know, and, um, They had to work in environments where diversity wasn't even a word. You know, you didn't want to bring up integration. You just didn't want to talk about those things. You kept your head down. Yeah. You had that good job. You didn't kick up any dust. You didn't merge Work. You didn't do any of that stuff. And some people are still trying to live that out today in this new digital and fractured and very cultural economy. They need us right now. And suddenly we're holding on to one job with our, our dear lives for our dear lives and not knowing that if we lean out just a bit and find out one our value but then two gosh the other opportunities that might be out there for us and yeah. growing some you know financial means so that we have what you call the fu money yes right <laughs> that all helps you to walk tall yes. where
1: you are well, you know, you're hitting something that's so important for us to discuss, which is the fear that chokes out our brilliance, yes. the fear that paralyzes our dreams, mm-hmm. the fear that robs us of our greatness. Right. (laughs) And so we are so conditioned to keep that good job. You know, don't Mm. say anything bad. You know, one of the stories I'm sure you've heard uh, heard me um, speak about. But, I, you know, after climbing to to become a vice president and manage a business unit, I actually called my mom one day and I said, I'm leaving my job. And she literally broke down and cried.
0: And yeah, then she I said, mean,
1: you know, do we need to get the sisters to pray for you? And all of a sudden the the dreams that she had put into me for what yeah. she couldn't have, right, right? She thought was shattered. Well, I was just redefining those dreams. That's all, yeah, right? But well. but this is why to to the point in your your your, your book. You want to know your roots, but mm-hmm. you want you want to wrestle with those roots and yeah. see if the patterns that you have adopted, are those patterns still serving you well? Because if you're feeling like this, then those roots and those patterns need to be, they need to be released. Absolutely. Because you're not gonna, you're not going to step into your greatness if you're feeling choked.
0: Well, and, and even being sensitive to the fact that you're being choked, I'm watching so many black women, high ranking, high performing, stellar over credentialed women that, Are just taking it under the chin and don't even realize they're being choked because they're getting that paycheck every two weeks. The stocks are good. I can go get on a plane post-I mean pre-pandemic, you know, go to Dubai with my girls. Yeah. Well, this is why we have to be careful about the drug. See, because the the drug drug is
1: cash. Yes. Right. And and so when you when you talk in, in your in your book about uh having the right to be in the, the 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 C-suite, that does not mean, or it shouldn't mean, in, in my humble opinion, that you feel like you are chained. Okay. Yeah. So so we need to be thoughtful and free ourselves um, financially, be independent, have zero debt. We need to do things that set us up to be in power. Yes. to make choices so you know <laughs> whether it's the F you money or the F you value yes and, and when you have the combination of both you know you you have this mindset that I was looking for a job when I found this one I am choosing to give you my gifts and talents and you might oh. want to you know treat me good and if you don't then like any other relationship we have to be willing to say this doesn't work for me yeah but that takes courage
0: it takes a lot of courage and it also takes a lot of looking inwardly and outwardly yeah. to really understand what's going on in the world. And I specifically think that this point in time is one that we need to look at very closely as black women, because you do have companies. No, they're not gonna dismantle you know, white privilege. It's not gonna happen. But many of them are trying to do the right thing. Yes. And I, if they're in this moment, shouldn't we be prepared? Yeah. To step into our power, make those asks, make those demands if we need to. That's right, that's because right. Because they're but looking for again, us. It, it goes back
1: to where you started in your book though. You have to know who you are. Like you're not going to seize this moment and it is a moment, right? Okay. I wish that I could say it's a movement, but, but corporations have been rattled enough that they're having to wrestle with their own truth. And the truth is, is that black women out of all of the employees, everybody are at the bottom of the barrel, right? And you know, the studies um, and the research behind all of it. But right now there is um, a need for for us to show up uh, as if we belong because until we change, this yeah. is this is your point in the book, right? Yeah. Until we change, no one else around us is going to change. They're going to continue to look at us through these labels. Well, I just refuse to be looked at through a lens of a label. I'm, yeah. I'm just not going to allow myself to give away that, that power. Now, does that mean that every day is joyful? No, because even as an entrepreneur, I go through the same things that you talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, and in, in terms of the, the corporate arena, it's just the stakes are higher. But but he, here's um, the, the 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 thing for me: I don't want my daughter or my biracial granddaughter or my nieces or my nephews. I don't want them sitting with someone like you fifty
0: years from now having this exact same conversation. Yes, We've got to break the pattern. We've got to break the pattern. And one way that we've got to do it, and we're back to this theme again, fear is the villain in this book. Yes. This why you've got to have the courage. Because if you want to say, don't put me in a box, you are also saying, I'm prepared for what that reaction is. Because for every positive action, there is a reaction, right? Amen. And it may be a good one. It may be a poor one. And in many cases, if you are walking tall in your entitlement in a place that doesn't see you as such, you will get a negative reaction. And that's the thing that keeps so many of us from moving forward. That's exactly Because we're right. like, if they think I'm an angry black woman, if they think I'm hard to work with, if they think I'm done. Yes. So yes. you sit in your place and you take your check and you, you wrangle over a percentage point of an increase every year. Right. But, but you cry yourself to sleep. Yep. At night.
1: And you put on a happy face in the morning, and you're not good on the no. inside. No, right? Like you're you're dying a slow death on the inside. That's what was happened to me. Happening to me when I was in corporate, and I finally woke up one morning, and I was like, "This is insanity. What yeah. what the heck am I doing?" Right? And and so we have to think about. Um, the stories that we're telling ourselves Mm -hmm. and we have to think about how loud that itty bitty committee is in our heads that drowns out
0: our belief that we can because we've been told for so long we can't absolutely and that's why like Kamala said and I was so excited to hear her say this because I was like I got to get this system my book because she said this very thing I have in my career been told no. I've been rejected. I've been, you know, told all sorts of things that I wasn't ready. She said, "I eat no for breakfast." Yes, that's where we need to be because those no's have made us so resilient, generation after generation. That's right. Why stop now? That's right.
1: That's right. So, so I love what you're saying because uh, this is the power of the blood that flows through our veins. Yes. That if we were really to tap into that, you know, we'd be like, "That's what you got." Yeah, really, more. <laughs> <Seriously. laughs> like <laughs> that's what you got, right? No, but yeah. but going back to something that you talked about in your book about the 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 value this the, the, the value of who you are and your story. Uh, it's so important for us to be able to debunk the myths and the stereotypes and the labels by telling our stories. Yeah. Because when we tell our stories, we're, we're sharing ourselves, right? Yeah. And that brings down those walls. But it starts for me and what I'm working on now is you got to know yourself first. And then mm-hmm, you got to mm-hmm. choose yourself. You said something in, in, in the book about, you know, your uh, authentic self. Well, but, mm-hmm. but most of us have not even defined that.
0: No, right? so, so, no so, we don't. We,
1: we so, go by a title. Right. Right. So right. who is the authentic you so that you can choose you then you can empower you, then you can share you, right? But you gotta start with knowing yourself. Like when you um, left your corporate career, you knew inside that it really was time.
0: It might've been even past time, right? It was past time. I mean, a year before I had put what I call my version of a vision board on my desktop and it was a resignation letter in 2018. Wow. Because I had taken the steps that my mentor told me, finally, go discover your market value. I Mm. hadn't done that before. And I was able to talk to at least two entities that took me down the road to where we were talking money. Yes. And I was able to say, even if it's not these two things, yeah. I know what I got. Yes, yeah. So I put that letter of resignation on my desktop. I didn't know when or if I would use it. <laughs> but that was the vision that I needed to move on.
1: Yes, yes. But you needed to discover your value. And I want to unpack that for, for a second. Because w- when when I talk to people and I ask them simple questions like, how is your job connected to the growth strategies of the organization that you work yes. for? Like when I ask questions like that, people are like, what? (laughs) they're just
0: too busy with their hands down doing the widgets.
1: Right, no, we have got to understand the love language of corporate America. It's relationships on one end, it's money on the other end, and in between is our value and our impact. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to have the right relationships. But at the end of the day, if you don't understand how what you do adds value to the P and L, nobody's going to care about you right so then you're just locked into this big you know vat of uh, hundreds of thousands and and your uniqueness doesn't get to
0: be realized yeah and I think one of the points that I made about being this brave and stepping into the knowledge of your power is counter corporate cultural Mainly because even the word corporate means one body. Yeah. It means sameness. Like, yes. It means everybody, let's, let's all do this one thing. And the corporate culture benefits the corporate culture. Yes. So you have to ask yourself, where do I come in? Yes. How does this work, right. work for me? That's and right. that means a ton of self-care. And self-care isn't just, okay, I'm zen. I'm over here for 20 minutes doing my white space and zenning out to the calm app. Yeah, that's important. But self care also means how are you taking care of yourself inside of that company?
1: Yes, it does. We
0: forget ourselves, and
1: that means that you have to have a strategy, yes. right? It's too many times we think it's just going to happen. Again, go back to your 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 book and talking about your roots because that's the w- the way we've been conditioned, and and maybe that's the way that we've been taught. But nothing could be farther from the truth, right? Yeah. We, we really have to be on purpose and we have to be on point. And so all the decisions that we make have to be aligned with uh, what we define as success, not what anybody else defines as success. Yeah what we define it, but that requires us to know ourselves, to trust ourselves, to choose ourselves, to be good in the skin of ourselves, to be proud of it. I I think for so long, you know, for for me, you know, this this whole time um, that we're in where America is so polarized takes me back to my childhood. Um, And, you know, I grew up in segregation and was a part of desegregation and uh, lived through Jim Crow and I remember crying days after days not liking the color of my skin Yeah, I mean just like not not even liking that right so so we've just been conditioned um like everyone else has been conditioned and the story that we have told uh Ourselves because of the history of the United States of America is that we, we're not good enough. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just not good enough, and so so we, we have to shift the narrative, right? Um, I, I just. I just think that you know. Uh, one of the other things that you said in in your book, um, I, I love this because I, I, I want us to talk more about how mm-hmm. um, even when we're really good,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, they will try and put us in um, the DNI space, or they'll yes. try to put us into corporate communications, or. And I remember when I was in corporate that oh. the uh, the SVP of HR. Um, he, he was one of those who would say, well, you know, you just are so articulate and, oh, yeah, they you know, and so and so I was a line <laughs> manager, you know, a PL owner. And and so he he wanted me to to take a, a corporate communications job. And I was like, that is not a part of my strategy or my yeah. vision. But but so often we, we because of again those stereotypes, we get pushed to roles that are are marginalized. Yeah. And what we have to be careful is, you know, um, in your book, you also
0: talk about betting on your brand. Yes. You gotta know your brand. Yes, well, what is your one thing? So many people still struggle with that. But one thing I wanna add to what you're saying, because you can't do it by yourself. No. You cannot do this work by yourself. You Mm. have got to have a tribe. Okay, call it the personal board of directors, call it the kitchen cabinet, but these people need to be activated. They can't just be people that are sitting there that you say that, you know, and they might take your phone call. You know, I'm able to text you. I can text my mentors. I can text my sponsors. I can pick up the phone and call them. They will pick up the phone. But they were mirroring back to me Hmm. and pouring back into me every time I had some doubt. Should I really be doing this? Because these people are pushing back hard on me. I mean, it is getting ugly. And what I kept hearing, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Do what you're doing. The positive self-talk is essential. But you've got to have it coming from the outside.
1: Yes, yeah. So, so, you know, um, I believe in affirmations and the way your book is written. It's written in affirmations, you know. Um, And I have been... um, talking to myself uh, about that positive piece since I was a little kid. Mm You know, like convincing myself of my value, of my worth, of my opportunities for success. And and so I think when you say take care of yourself, there is so much to unpack with that. But I tell you what, if your head is not right and your heart's not right and your plan's not right, you're sort of going to get jacked up. You're going to get caught up into that. Absolutely. I got to be quiet and get this money and keep yeah. this paycheck coming.
0: And you will also grab onto whatever they put in front of you. That looks good. That's and right. that's how we get to this DNI conversation. Yeah. We we're touching on yeah. because so many of us, yes, it is important to us. We live it. Yes. Every so day. Yes, this is the work <laughs> and we are excited to dive in and, Work for this global company yeah. and do this work, yeah, yeah. that's going to look really great on your resume. But unless you ask some really pointed questions or have a plan, that's right. It can be a career killer. Absolutely, absolutely. Dead on arrival, because my that's question right. is this: How many chief diversity officers, even into the ranks, VP of diversity, have you seen them escalated into P and L roles? No. No. Cxo. C-O-O-C-M-O-C.
1: Right. In you, the you don't see it. You, you absolutely don't see it. And, and, and I would argue that even the chief diversity officers who report to the CEO, yeah. are, uh, for the vast majority, are not empowered with any authority, no. to have any impact on driving the culture. And so I, I fundamentally think that that whole position uh, needs to be um, re engineered. Totally. <laughs> 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 and, and, and I think that um, right now in, in, uh, in 2020, 11 4, um, there are some forces in the world who would love to see us go back. Hundred years. I mean, oh, we've yeah. already been taken back at least fifty years. But
0: we're looking at the blue and red map.
1: We're looking at the blue and red map, and so um, you know, this is why uh, you know this is my pet peeve. This is why when you know your value and it's connected to a growth strategy, you are better positioned. But. When, when you are um, relegated now, if you choose because you have a passion and you know it's work that you have uh, aligned your value system to, yes. and you know that you have the support, then that's great. That that that's great. But but if if you're not, as you said um, in your book, uh, if you're not being your best advocate, like if you're not advocating for that stuff to happen, yeah. and then it comes along to you, red flag.
0: Yeah. Red flag. Hello. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then flag. when it does, and even if you're looking for it, you've got to ask the questions. That's right. That. That's and right. you've got to get the right answers <laughs> before yeah. you say yes. Wh- what is my next career step? Am I going to have resources?
1: That's right. That's Am I
0: right. going to be able to call on agencies and firms that can reinforce and bring me the the data and the insights to really, and oh, by the way, how serious are you about this? That's Right. And what happened to the last person who was in this role?
1: Right. Who is, who's gone by the way yeah. uh, Cindy Kent said sometimes um, corporation, Cindy Kent who is uh, um, EVP at um, Brookdale, um, an amazing woman, she was uh, being interviewed at a CEO conference that I did a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. for ELC and she talked about um, these distractions and mm-hmm. she said she was very clear that she wanted a CEO seat and she wanted to go the PL route to get there and of course the cornfield data um uh, validate yes. that's so important and she said they tried to get her to go into you know d- 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 take the uh philanthropy be the the the, the, <laughs> the president had an HR for a while yes and she was like this is a distraction yeah. from my strategy but if Look. you don't have a strategy if you have, if your mind's not right If your plans aren't right, then you get lured. And so, right now, you know, with all that's happening in the world, it is so uh, easy for any of us to just sort of lose hope, um, not knowing how the election is going to turn out, knowing what we've experienced for four years um, as people of color. um, You know, it would be easy for us to uh, let go. Yeah. Uh, but we, we we can't, we can't, can't give up because it's not just about us. It's not just about me and you, you got a beautiful daughter. It, it's about generations. Like we need to be thinking about, I was talking to Carol, uh, Carolyn, uh, Caroline, Caroline Wanga, uh, who is now the interim president at Essence. And when she said, Trudy, I think that we need to be looking at the decisions that we're making and how those decisions are going to impact seven generations that come after us. That's
0: deep. That's so important. And we don't take the long view. I think I posted the other day, sis, it's the long game.
1: Yeah. It's
0: the long game.
1: Yes. Seven
0: generations. And some of us aren't even thinking how close retirement is. Yeah. And they got you sitting over there in HR.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. So Let we,
0: alone what's Joni's kids going to be facing.
1: Yeah. Well, a, a lot of what they'll, they'll be facing is contingent upon the courage and the conviction to do the stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. To know when to say, no thanks. Yeah. To when when to say no. Period. Yes. Right. When um, to walk
0: away before when, it goes bad.
1: Yes. Yes. To make your own pivots. Mm-hmm. Right. But that requires us to also do something else. We have to pay attention to the. Tea leaves, gotta right? read those tea leaves. We, we, we got to read the narrative. It's It's speaking to us every single day, right? Don't close your ears and close your eyes. Open yourself up and pay attention. You might not like what you see, but at least if you see it, then you can adjust your strategy. But if you put your head down and you're not awake, then you're going to wake up one day and you're not going to be happy. Mm. And then your value will never translate into impact.
0: That's and nice. I
1: just really encourage uh, women of color, especially black women to recognize we need a collective voice and that voice needs to be one rooted in power and authenticity. Yes. And that voice should be amplified so that our presence is felt, not yes. just for us, but for the, for the greater good. That's yes. why we are where we are in this time in history. It's not an accident that we're on the planet right now. So what right. are we going to do?
0: That's what the book asks. What are <laughs> I <you> know. <laughs> what are you going to do? And doing? I also want to say, we're sitting here, two entrepreneurs right now. And that scares some women too. And let me just say, it's not for everybody. However... You need to learn some of those entrepreneurial mindsets that will allow you to build business inside the company where you are That's right. and even upskill outside, even if it's not, oh, gee, girl, I got my LLC and I'm doing blah, blah, blah. Even if it is, you know what? I bought this little short-term lease yeah. you know, property yeah. and I'm working with the Getaway Society and I'm working with Airbnb yeah. to get some extra income and learn something new girl something something new new. yeah you can take that back to your job nobody's telling you to leave
1: yeah you know uh michelle what you just said is one of the secret um components of the recipe you gotta be a lifelong learner we we gotta never stop learning um you know uh i've been an entrepreneur now almost 20 years but on march 9th I came back from um, making a presentation uh, in purchase at PepsiCo and overnight I had to flip my business to make it virtual and so but if you you understand the blood that's running through your veins we've been pivoting
0: for 400 years we what just, is that I think I just read it in the audiobook I think it's chapter seven where I talk about <laughs> Sylvia Robinson and uh-huh. I just did this. This keynote the other day at the DiTech conference, and I know there were some these DEI people that were like, "Why is she talking about Sugar Hill Gang?" <laughs> but she represented, and you know, she manifested those traits that we're talking about. Yes, making something out of nothing—that's what the That's fancy right. people call innovation. Yes, yes, babe. It takes creativity, and by the way, the lack of resources forces us to, to be creative we yes. work better than anybody, okay? <laughs> and we can be transformational leaders. Those women that are leaving and spewing out of the middle of that pipeline, that leadership pipeline, yeah, they're starting more businesses than any 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 other segment. That's right. Anybody. And if we can just again make something out of nothing, create a business and business ecosystems. Believe me, we can do something with your multi-million dollar budget.
1: There you go. There you go. Speak it. Speak it, and let's make it become a reality. But yes. you got to do something. And you got to do something. That, that is really your invitation, right? Uh, I'll just, I'll just insert myself on the cover. You say, I'll just include myself. Yes. Hey, so, how do you want to be included? And that goes back to everything that we've already talked about. But I, I just would 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 encourage all of us as we think about um the fact that we're coming towards the end of the year <clears throat> a lot of times people set uh new year's resolutions i am inviting people to set a life resolution. please i mean what is what is the legacy that you are going to leave what is the mark that you're going to make what will the pages of history say about you or me yes and while I may not, you know, accomplish all of my goals, I, I, I hope and pray that, you know, when my career is done and everybody's career is going to come to an end, that I can look back and say, I did my part. And yeah. as long as we can do our part, if every one of us does
0: our part, the collective is going to be so profound. Totally, totally. What a word. Look, we got to keep asking ourselves those powerful questions. Yes. What is the opportunity in it? Right. take that away. You know, I have a client and she won't mind me telling this story. I'm not going to say who she is, but she was ribbing me because she met her goal before our our, our engagement ended. She met her goal. She got promoted to VP. So Yay. proud of her. And so now she's in the throes of transition, right? She's doing all of these things. And I asked her, what do you want to be? Where do you want to be a year from now? Yeah. And she looked up from her journal and she's like, I, you know what I'm thinking about right now, I said, I understand you are, <laughs> but I, I'd love for you to a- answer that question. And it forced her to think about it. And she said, you know what, I'm going to put that on my vision board because that helps me. I said, well, I'm going to ask you another question. Where are you in three years?
1: Yeah.
0: And she's like, are you really? Do-? I said, I'm really doing this. <laughs> you know? yeah. And ultimately we ended up at five years and she said, I'm so glad you asked me those questions.
1: Yeah. Too. Because then, then you know what pivots to make. Yes, and you can base on that thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, you know what you need to create, and then mm-hmm. you can give all your energy into how am I going to create this and make this become a reality.
0: Yeah, that's yes. so important. It's a long game. It is a long game. It is. Absolutely. And- Thank you so much, Trudy, for coming on. I hope everybody oh, was pleasure. able to glean I something.
1: I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy that you are doing. You're you're actually living it. Yes, you ma'am. are a poster child for this. Yes. And any woman who really wants a breakthrough needs to get um, this book. And you need I to read it and you, you know, mark on it. And, uh, and, you know, no matter how many times you think, oh, I already know that. I mean, I, I read it and I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. But you know what, we forget. Yes. And so use this as a resource. That's what I would invite your listeners to consider.
0: Thank you so much for your endorsement. That was so kind and generous, y'all. She is the amazing Trudy Bourgeois. You need to look her up. Where can they find you online?
1: Oh, I am out there, you know, at Trudy Bourgeois (laughs) and certainly uh, workforceexcellence.com. And uh, I've got a great partner. Her name is Nicole Wright. Um, uh, She helps me manage my social media Um, correspondence and uh, I just I love talking to people you're out there Twitter you know following you just I I love that we can we can support each other even though we don't see each other yes um, right now Uh, God willing the day will come back soon when that it will be different but I am so proud of you for being you and for having the courage to say no thanks
0: I'll include myself Well, thank you for planning that I really appreciate it. Okay. Everybody, it's nothanksbook.com. So thank you so much, Trudy. I um, love, love, girl. Love, love. Okay, Take talk care. to you soon. Bye bye. What an awesome conversation with Trudy Bourgeois, the CEO for the Center for Workforce Excellence and my mentor coach. Isn't she amazing? Listen, make sure you pick up the book, NoThanksBook.com. You can purchase it from the site where I have lots of goodies, branded merch, even free digital tools when you buy the paperback. Also, it links you to all the other retailers, uh, the major retailers around the globe if you choose to get it from there. Listen, I am showing up to speak. I'm doing my virtual book tour. I'm doing it right now. I will be at virtually... Fleishman Hillard, Texas on November 12th for their Whispers in Tech series. We'll be talking about the many ways that underrepresented groups, especially black women can be marginalized in tech from the workplace to even in college and school without online access or Wi-Fi. even as this pandemic has presented itself and some other topics. And then on the 17th, you can find me at the National Alliance of Musical Theaters Fall Conference, doing the keynote, opening keynote for those folks who are in the theater and members of this organization. It's a private event, but I will be speaking. And there's some others upcoming. We'll also have the next installment of the Rockstar to Rockstar Fireside Chat Series. I will announce the name soon. Also, you may have noticed that my national media tour has kicked off. It is also virtual. There's a wonderful article in the Network Journal. That's TNJ.com. Go check it out. We'll talk about the book. Um, You'll be looking for me soon in Diversity Inc. as well. I'll be making an appearance on Roland Martin Unfiltered coming up in the next couple of weeks post-election, hopefully. And there's some other things coming down the pike, including Forbes, Women. Be on the lookout. Follow me on my social media networks to see the latest. You can follow the show at TheCultureSoup.com, on Instagram and Twitter at The Soup, and on Facebook at The Culture Soup Podcast. Until next week.
1: The Lord no Thinks Rockstar to Rockstar Fire Chat is a production of No Silos Communications, LLC. The Culture Soup Podcast is a production of no, Size is a of no Silos Communications, LLC.
0: The Culture Soup Podcast is a registered trademark of No Silos Communications, LLC.